Welcome to Commission Impossible. I'm Scott Fish, and with me, as always, is Ryan McDowell. We've become known for our commissioning over the years and got together to start a podcast like four and a half years ago, Ryan, it feels like now, something like that. It's been a little bit. That's crazy. It doesn't even feel like it's been that long, but it has. If you are new to the show, all our episodes are pretty evergreen, which means you can do what many people do and go back and binge listen to them all. We put out one every other week now. That's that's kind of our schedule. But we have a newsletter basically every week. It's been every week except for one, Ryan. Why was that? Uh, we were in St. Louis for the NFL draft. <laughs> that plus you had emergency surgery on the Friday that we normally release our our newsletter and that and we also just forgot yeah there are a few reasons the the plan the the plan was me and ryan were gonna uh probably do it together that friday you know that friday in st louis but he was not there that friday he was having emergency emergency surgery or that Thursday we're going to write it. Whatever. He got down there, though, after his emergency surgery. He was a trooper, and he came. And we uh, we visited St. Louis. We, we hung out. We watched the NFL draft. Uh, we talked about that in the newsletter. We had a hot circle of garbage that, that oh. some people apparently call pizza. Um, that was so bad. It was terrible. But Pappy Smokehouse Barbecue, that was delicious. Mm. That yes. was amazing. That made up for it. Yeah, those burnt ends there were good. Ah, but what we do here is go over listener questions, bad commissioner stories, interesting league ideas people have sent us. Sometimes we go over our own ideas, whether they become ones, whether they're ones that have been very popularized by us or ones that we think of, you know, (laughs) last week or a month ago or right before the show started. Uh, <laughs> we answer nearly every single email we get. You can email at us, commishpod at gmail.com. You can go to commishpod.com. You can search back uh, for old stuff in old episodes. You can subscribe to that newsletter on there. That newsletter is where we give away an SFB spot every single week. Now, on to the show, Ryan. Last time we uh, had a show, go, you were going to say something. No, no. Let's. I was just gonna say, let's let's do it. We got some good good questions, good uh, ideas, yeah. good emails all around. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, last time we were, we had a show, we talked about ways to potentially end a league and to go out on one last hurrah. We had a bunch of responses to it, such as making the final your best ball, awarding like not do the one first, second, third, etc. Uh, award positional high points weekly because then the bad teams, you know, they can. They can have their high, you know, their high scoring quarterback, but you know, maybe they're a bad team, but they have a great quarterback or something, you know? So um, do things like that. Uh, Instead of spend the money on prizes, spend it on like trophies or plaques or fun things like fun, like, you know, kind of like the Dundies in the office, like fun little awards for everybody or, or use the money on like a fun event for everybody, have a game of the year, upset of the year. Uh, most improved from last year, worst beat, best draft pick, whatever things that anybody can win. Um, that those came from some of those were from like just things I added in there that I thought of. Some were from Clint, Pierre, Austin, different people who listened and wrote into the show. Um, there's lots of things you can do to to make it um, make that last year fun for everyone, even the worst teams to buy in. Here's something else I thought of. When discussing in that St. Louis weekend, 
uh, you know, I, I was talking to our good buddy, Matt Price, uh, and I was talking about a couple specific leagues that I, I, I felt, you know, you know, like I was, th- I was thinking, how, how do you end these leagues? Right. And, and these are like multi-copy, lots of, uh, lots of teams, but I feel like this can apply to your 12 team league or 14 team league. What do you think of this idea, Ryan? The way it goes out is you tell you tell them, okay, this is this one last year is the final year. It's the final year. And maybe the bad teams don't want to come back because they're like, I'm just wasting my money. Let them not come back and all their players go into an auction. So say you have a 12-team league and you're like, okay, this is the upcoming final year. Who wants in? Maybe three of the bottom teams are like, my team sucks. I'm not going to pay $55. And their teams just get dropped. And then there's a draft or auction in which the worst teams are going to get some good players that are going to help them compete. What? And you run it as a nine team that's not head to head. It's just like total points or something. What do you think about that? Having the teams that don't want to play in that final year just drop off and their players go into, into free agency and – helps fix some of the lower end teams. Uh, I like that you mentioned um, maybe, maybe trying to use that in a a larger league. If you've got, if you've got a a league, that's not just 12 teams. I think I would really like it in, in that kind of situation. Yes. I, I do worry if you've got just your normal 12 team league, you might lose, you might lose four teams or five teams maybe. And, and now, <laughs> even though it's best ball, it, it, it becomes, it, I mean, the, the, the remaining teams are going to change so much from the, uh, the dispersal, I guess, auction, you could, you could call it, um, that it would, it would really change the, um, landscape of the league. landscape of the league. Right. Sure. But in a larger league, if you've got multiple copies, if you've got, separate conferences, anything like that. Uh, I really like the idea. And I think you could combine that with some of the things we've already talked about. Right. Uh, Even some of the ideas that you had on the last episode, basically like partnering uh, the, the two teams partnering up uh, most likely what would be a good team and a bad team. Mm -hmm. Uh, You could do that and then go into the, the best ball situation after that even. Yeah. I I think it's an interesting extra option. And I completely agree with you because the idea came up talking about the, the, all the new multi-copy leagues that are out there, the large, you know, 28, 56 team leagues. And, and, you know, what if like seven, eight, 10 teams are dropping off? Uh, You're right in, in your regular 12 team league, it doesn't work as well. It's more of an idea for that, I suppose. But I thought it, you know, it could work, but, um, yeah, it's it's not as it's not as good as it would be for like a multi copy league con it a day. Let's let's get on to some fun league ideas, Ryan. Let's do it. We've been teasing going back to the. I think we did a wrestling theme one in the last episode. I could be wrong on that. Uh, yes, we did. Yeah, I but think that was the last episode. We talked yeah, about it. Yeah, let's go to David from Mexico City. Do you want to read this one? Do you want to read one of his ideas? Maybe we'll do a couple of them. Yeah, this is our buddy David Glidden who gave us uh, really multiple episodes worth of ideas for new leagues. Um, This one is called Dynasty All-Stars. 
Uh, let's see. David gives us a summary here. It's a super flex dynasty where you pick whatever players you want for your roster. You could have Mahomes and Lamar's your quarterbacks, Kamara, Cook, McCaffrey as your running backs, etc. Unlimited copies of players, except on a given roster. You can't have duplicates. We know MFL does not allow that. Uh, mm-hmm. No waivers or free agency. The only way to improve your team is during the yearly rookie drafts, okay. which would mean you would drop as many players as you want to pick up whatever rookies you want. Or also there is year-round trading. So no waivers or free agency, but you can make trades. Um, so that's that's kind of the summary of the league. Um, and, and Scott, as you know, and this is why mm-hmm. this is why I love these ideas from David. When we come up with these, let's just call them weird. I, I think weird. We can we can say it's that honestly weird, right? Yeah, that's right. We can say that in a loving way. These these weird, these unique ideas. Uh, the the first question is always why 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 do this? And David answers that question here. He's he's got some reasons why he thinks this could be a fun league. Uh, he calls it a my guy league. You, you mm-hmm. get your guy, you believe in a guy, go ahead and, and take him and maybe show everybody else that they're wrong. Um, he talks about the game theory dynamics. Does everyone take the same player? Does somebody go out on a limb? So we're talking a little bit of like DFS, Millie maker type strategy. You know, you don't sure. want, you don't want to dupe um, a duplicate roster. Um, let's see. So, He's- yeah, I was going to say, so there's a few things here. Like there, there have been, this is similar to a one timer where you don't, you don't switch your players. Uh, you know, like you, you pick whatever lineup you want week one, but you can't use them again in week two or week three. Um, I believe John Bosch even ran one of these once where you set, like you pick, you pick 10 guys and that's your team for the entire season. Um, I believe he did that last year for charity. He, uh, Every everybody just submitted like a ten person lineup, and that was your team for the whole year. And this isn't that far off from that, uh, where you're you're just picking picking a roster of whoever you want. That's a really nice roster, but this throws a dynasty angle into it, where you do a rookie draft e- each year. Um, it's yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely it's definitely interesting. Yeah, David says he's unsure what the roster size should be. Should it be small to force the tough decisions or larger to allow for dart throws? And then I, I also think about um, the injury situation. You know, if, yeah. if you've got that, that player you're counting on that is out for the year, there's no waivers. I mean, you can trade, but uh, given the fact that everybody else had a chance to pick up those same players, I wouldn't think there would be a ton of trading in this league. No, I wouldn't um, think there'd be any. Yeah, I, like, and and that's probably part of the. It, he doesn't say no trading, but no waivers, no free agency. Like, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't think there'd be much trading either way. And I, I probably wouldn't run this as a trading league. Honestly, I think I'd run it as a basketball league, probably. Yeah, he does mention there there could still be year round trading, uh, both okay. in season and off. So that I guess obviously that would be up to. Uh, whoever's whoever's running the league. Uh, I do wonder though if 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 the startup is your only chance to get a veteran, right? So once you once you don't put Patrick Mahomes on your initial roster, 
uh, other than trading, is there any other way to get him? Can you can you pick him up the next year, the next offseason? Or are you only allowed to add rookies to your yeah, roster? Yeah, I don't think so. The way the way I read it is um teams can only add rookies the following years. So I think if you don't take Mahomes in year one, you have to trade for him. And that's that's probably the reason that trading exists in this is because you can only pick up rookies each year. Yeah. So yeah, that would be fair. the reason why you need trading. Um, I mean, I, I like it. I like it. I feel like it would be – it could be a handful. You'd basically have to set MFL up to – have the you know number of copies be exactly the um, the amount of teams in the league, <laughs> yeah. um, but this this is a this the the fun part about this is you don't need to be beholden to like a a twelve team or a ten team. It, it could be four teams. It could be seven teams. It could be thirteen teams. You know, nineteen, whatever. Like it, it the amount of teams does not matter because I I can't see you doing. I, I doubt you would do a head to head situation in this but maybe i suppose um but it's it's easily one you can do with a a weird number of of teams right i I would think the timing on this would be interesting as well uh i think you you have to do it close to the season uh close to the start of the season yeah Um, because you're other than that initial um i don't know if startup's the right word in this situation but other that than that initial uh, creation of your your roster and your team there's not a ton of activity until the next year when you're making your decisions on rookies mm-hmm. yeah it, I, I i'm with you i'm with you and uh yeah i think this the, i think it would be better as a close to the especially the rookie drafts a closer to the season one um it's yeah it's interesting i like it i i i don't see i think there might be people out there that want to try something like this, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, this one, we don't need to talk to talk about. He said, because it's, uh, he, he basically had an idea that was basically our delayed dynasty league with rookies. Like I I've mentioned before on here doing, you just draft the rookies each year. Anybody that's already a veteran, you can't grab like this year. You could draft draft your, your Trevor Lawrence's and your, your Najee Harris's and stuff, your Jamar chases, but you can't draft any vets. And each year you just draft rookies. In fact, I think that would be an interesting style to do with the, <laughs> with the St. Louis crew since we're doing it draft weekend every year. But uh, that's basically, yeah that's, yeah, that's basically what this, the, he called it a Tamagotchi league. Cause you uh, draft them and w- watch them grow. We called it delayed dynasty and delayed dynasty rookie edition. The original delayed dynasty was you just drafted Debbie players, right? Ryan, like we had one initial draft and then it was only Debbie drafts from then on. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's correct. And yeah. We, we even kind of, chickened out uh, of that we we basically made it a hybrid uh yeah we did a startup and then we did that yeah i think we even allowed one round of rookie right well we had a we had like a redraft um we basically had a redraft league and then only those players you drafted as devies uh were actually yes the, the 
the dynasty the ones you could keep yeah Yeah. you could only keep players that you grabbed as devies that's the way it worked yeah so each year the redraft portion was smaller and smaller yeah yeah that's right uh let's go on to another idea from david um second idea here for david one shining moment so starts it off 64 team best ball league um, he's basically, it looks like he's about to set it up at like an NCAA bracket. We know there, there are NCAA bracket style knockout leagues out there. Um, so we'll see, we'll see where this goes from here. Four divisions of 16 teams across four free MFL best ball leagues. Each league gets one copy of each NFL player. All right. So we got four 16 team best ball leagues. All right. Regular season total points play from weeks one through ten, establishing the seeding for the tournament. So it is a it is an NCAA tournament. Then teams get split across four regions of sixteen teams. Each play in the sixty four team bracket. So basically, I think what you're going to have to do if you want to set something like this up is probably a Google Doc, uh, maybe some uh, Open API MFL calls, or you know, just a some fun copy and pasting, or maybe you're just going to hand jam it in, <laughs> you know, every week. <laughs> but. Uh, the teams uh, basically fill out, you know, the, the top team in each of the, the 16 team leagues gets the one seed. The second team in each of the 16 leagues gets the two seed, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so you're basically setting up a 64 team bracket that plays single elimination weeks 11 through 16, culminating in a single winner. We have 17 weeks now. I don't know. Could probably uh, go eleven weeks with this uh, this tournament, and then have uh, the the championship, or you could have the championship be two weeks, right, Ryan? Got some options there. Got some options. Commish would take care of manually tracking playoff bracket results. Can't do that in MFL, from what I can tell. Um, y- you could. You actually I think could. You can. Yep. You yeah. You would have. You would put it on the MFL. On, all on one MFL page as four different divisions. And then you could set like, I know this because I set up battle Royals like this um, last two of them for safe leagues last year, you can set up uh set up a giant tournament. Basically you make uh, four 16 team brackets because MFL has a setting for a 16 team bracket. You make four of those and then you make a bracket that has those winners play each other at the end, and then you make another bracket that has the two champions play at the end. You can absolutely do this on one MFL page, but it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you the deluxe uh, MFL page. You, you know, Your option, you're doing four free best ball leagues and you're manually tracking. If you're willing to drop the, you know, if you can get your 64 teams to chip in, three bucks each you can pay for this and have it all on one page and you can do it with their playoff brackets. Um, Just, yeah. And three bucks a piece. That's not a terrible, like that covers MFL, but I think you can probably get these guys to pay 10 bucks a piece and have MFL and then seven bucks a piece go to the pot, right? Like you can do this pretty cheaply. Um, Yeah. Why create so many teams? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's what safe leagues did. I think, we did ours. We did two of them, and I think they were either five or ten bucks. But you know, it's you know that's with that many teams. It you know it it, it makes it pretty easy. 
Uh, why create this league? The madness and thrill of an anything can happen, large single elimination tournament bracket with Cinderella stories, who gets hot at the end of the season, etc. Supports pride against div- across divisions as teams who get eliminated in the playoff bracket likely start rooting for other teams from their division. Uh, maybe. I didn't see that in the ones we ran. And I know John Bosch and Jason Tran also run some uh, – they called them bracket battles. That's I, th- I believe that's what we called them. Just a quick add to the show, they are actually called Battle Royales on Safe Leagues and John Bosch's versions. On Safe Leagues as well, bracket battles where, you know, 64 teams, single elimination down to one, takes six weeks. Um, you can do uh, – John and Jason did two in a season. Like they they did one bracket and there was a winner. And then they on that same page, I, I believe with the same owners, they ran a second one, you know, because <laughs> you could fit two of them. Uh, but I, I don't remember anyone supporting the other divisions. Maybe that's a hopeful <laughs> hopeful <laughs> thing that that would happen. Uh, relatively easy setup, low commission work due to best ball format, no trades, waivers, free agency. Um, yeah, yeah, you, you definitely pull trading in a situation like that. We did. Mm. I don't know about John's. Um, waivers and free agency, I honestly can't remember if we shut those off or not, but you absolutely could. Um, interesting dynamics since playoff brackets start week 11, do owners avoid players with buys week 11, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I mean, this is, this is a, is a good idea, David. It, and it's definitely done out there. Um, it's, it's definitely a thing out there, but I'm glad we, you know, I'm glad we read through it. Uh, I like your one shining moment. It's also known as a bracket battle. Um, I've seen it done without the 10 week lead up too, Ryan. I, I've well, seen that's it what done. I was gonna. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I I like that about David's that mm-hmm. um, the the seeding is not random, but it's based on actual yep. performance of the teams. Um, some of these others that I've seen, basically the seeding is is just random, or or there's not even really seeds. Yep. It's just uh, a random matchup or a random bracket created. So uh, yep. I, although this is something we've we've seen versions of i I like david's idea uh to start it out with kind of typical play for the first 10 weeks yep so uh i will i will say mf we did ones on safe leagues and then we did other ones and the the first ones we did were like this or were like john's where it's just six weeks and that it that that was it and then we did ones that were two weeks then the six weeks of playoffs. So you could run two sets of them. Uh, and those two weeks set the seeds. And here's the, here's the cool thing about that is when we did the two weeks ones, we could have MFL automatically set the seeds, you know, cause it yeah, had, that, that helps. It, yep. And you know, we, uh, we had to randomly set all the seeds one, like we had to go through all the matchups and set who played who, when we just started at week one, but when we started at week three, we were able to be like, okay, you know, take, take from uh, the, you know, the, the standings from the first two weeks. So I would say, if you're going to do this, I recommend having, uh, you know, we had two week lead up in in those, this has 10 week lead up or maybe 11, depending on, you know, how you want to play week 17. Um, I, I absolutely recommend that because you can set MFL up to 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 seed for you. 
which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I agree with you. The the way David's got it set up, I, I really like that. I I do think there's another point there that, you know, if this is the only bracket of the season, yeah, that uh, and <laughs> having that whole season adds stress and tension and, and mm-hmm. suspense to it because, you know, you after 10 weeks, you would have feel, felt like you definitely earned that one seed. And I think that um, if you're playing a 16 seed, you feel like you should win that game. Like you, like with a two week lead up or no lead up, it's random. But after 10 weeks of the season, it actually feels like it, it would actually feel like, you know, you have a real advantage and you're actually playing a worse team and you should advance. So it, it would have more of an NCAA feel to it. Anything to add to that? You feel you feel like uh, you agree with me there on on that, Ryan? Yeah, I think so. Again, I, I think for David's specific idea, I think the the lead up is, is the best part of the idea. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I really do like that uh, that that lead up. Okay, so I'm going to read one email from Ricky here to end the show probably just because it's nice. Hey fellas, I have been a loyal listener to fantasy football today with Jamie, Dave, Heath and Adam going on five plus years. Now I love those guys. I have, I have nothing but the nicest things in the world to say about them. I'm, I'm good friends with, with all of them. I feel, especially Heath and Jamie. I, I've met them multiple times in person and hung out with them. And, and those guys are awesome. But Dave and Adam are, are great too. They had mentioned the Scott Fishbowl many, many times, um, but I always assumed it was just for people in the industry. He randomly started following me and found out anyone has a chance, so he signed up. He responded to a tweet thread that I was in, uh, had conversation about with me about kids and Minecraft, which is going to happen with me on Twitter. I'm 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 generally talking about family stuff. I I talk about football, fantasy football, a lot less than. <laughs> Than I than a lot of analysts, I think. Um, I have my other mediums. I talk about fantasy football, I, so <laughs> it's it's very life related for me on 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 Twitter. It's both, but after it was over, I thought, "What a cool guy!" <laughs> Do you agree with that, Ryan? Is that how totally you totally agree with that? Of course. <laughs> and decided to give your pod a listen. Well, thank you, thank you for listening. Well, you have a new fan. I've now listened to eight podcasts eight of your podcasts and decide to start from the beginning and work my way up. We love to hear that. We hear it all the time. Listen to all our episodes. They're, they're very binge worthy. Don't worry. I'm not begging for a spot in SFB 11. Just wanted to let you know, I enjoy the content and you have a new listener going forward. Keep up the great work. I look forward to hearing you more. Take care, Ricky. Uh, I believe he also subscribed to our uh, newsletter as well, Ryan. So, Oh, nice. uh, So he, he may get a spot then. Yeah, thank you, Ricky, for uh, for listening, for writing in, for for that conversation about Minecraft and and, and everything. Uh, we we love to see that stuff. So um, yeah, I think that's going to be our show for today, Ryan. What do you think? Twenty seven minutes sounds good. We don't like to it. keep yeah, we don't like to keep people too long. Just just enough for their morning commute to the to their downstairs office or whatever <laughs> it is nowadays. Oh, anything you want to add before we get out of here? Um, no, I would, uh, I I think that's it. Um, I never said that. Yeah. Check out the, uh, commission impossible Substack. stack where we got some good things going over there. 
um, as we just kind of mentioned, giving away some SFB 11 spots every single week, trying to give out some uh, helpful information, new league ideas, all kinds of things like that, similar to what we what we do in these episodes. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Do that. If you got questions, if you got stories, if you got league ideas, commishpod at gmail.com. That's going to be it for us for today. You can uh, follow me on Twitter, scottfish24. Follow Ryan on Twitter, RyanMC23. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.